0: Good day, good morning, good afternoon. I hope that everyone is doing well, that everyone is having the most beautiful day, that you're having a beautiful week and that everything is going according to God's plan, that you are experiencing favor like never before, that God has given you new grace to do things that God has instructed you to do. And that you were actually obedient and that you actually did the things that God has told you to do. But nevertheless, I am so excited to be back. I'm so excited to, um, you know, be uploading consistently again. Because this is something that, as you guys know, that I've been very transparent about, very honest about. But also, when God tells me to stop, I will stop. When God tells me to stop recording, I will stop recording. When God tells me, there's a word in your belly, I want you to speak, I will speak. So that is part of the reason why I've been gone for so long. Um, Before uploading last week's episode, excuse me, God literally instructed me to stop recording. And I told God, God, whatever you say, I will do it because obedience is better than sacrifice i don't know what i was going to sacrifice if i wasn't obedient to stop recording you understand so before we get into this episode let us open with a word of prayer and then we can just commit everything to god and everything will just flow according to god's plan Lord, I come to you today in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your grace, your mercy that you have bestowed upon me. Thank you that you have given us life and that you have given us life in abundance. Thank you that you have given us your spirit. Thank you that you've given us your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. We are so blessed. We are so, so Anointed, we are so favored to be with you, to be in the same space as you. Thank you that we get to house the Holy Spirit because your word says that greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. I am so favored, Lord, to be in your presence. I'm so blessed, Lord Jesus, to be with you to do what you tell me to do and I'm so blessed to be a vessel for your work and for the work of your kingdom mighty God may you bless every person that is listening to this to this podcast may you bless every person under the sound of my voice may you usher them into a space, Lord, where they hear from you directly, Father God. I pray that as we are on this topic of isolation, the wilderness, the secret place, Lord Jesus, may you come and may you give us a fresh anointing. May you give us a fresh perspective on what you would like to say through me, mighty God, sanctify me, purify me. And I pray that you would remove every spirit of pride from our heart, remove every spirit of fear from our heart, remove every spirit of, of, of disagreement remove every spirit lord jesus that is contrary to you that is contrary to your spirit in the mighty and matchless name of jesus christ may people be blessed through what i'm about to say lord may people be blessed and may you alone speak tonight father god touch my tongue lord jesus may i only speak what the word of god says in the mighty and matchless name of our lord and savior jesus christ Amen and Amen. Hi guys, once again, I hope that you are well. I am so excited to be back. I am so excited to speak to you guys again. And like I say, this is going to be a voice note because it's a friend speaking to a friend. And it's not um, a pastor speaking to a congregation or whatever the case I'm speaking to my friends because I am your Christian friend and I am that Christian friend that would hold you accountable, that Christian friend that would tell you what you do not want to hear. And that Christian friend that would set you straight because I'm being set straight by the Holy Spirit. So it's only right for me to relay the message and it's only right for me to tell you what is on God's heart and to just, you know, speak from, from the heart of God and not speak from My own mind, I would speak from my experience, but I wouldn't speak from my own mind because I only want to be led by the Holy Spirit. So we are still on the topic of isolation. We are still on the topic of the secret place. We are still on the topic of the wilderness and God taking you through the wilderness. God calling you into the wilderness, God calling you into isolation and God taking you to a place where... Many of us do not want to be. Many of us think that it's the end of our lives. Many of us think that it's over the moment we go into wilderness. And I'm sure, like we, like I explained last week, when Elijah went into the wilderness, I'm sure he thought that his life was over. He even said, Lord, you can just let me die. But God literally proved to him that you need to keep going. If you don't keep going, you are going to You're going to sacrifice your bloodline. You are going to sacrifice the ones that come after you. If you don't keep going, you are going to sacrifice so many breakthroughs that God wants to bring through you. I always say, your breakthrough could literally be a month away. Your breakthrough could be two weeks away. Your breakthrough could be three days away. It depends on your obedience and it depends on your willingness to hear and listen to what God is telling you. If God is calling you into isolation for seven days... After that seven days, your isolation could be over. But you are looking at it, oh my word, I can't go on social media. I can't go on Instagram. I can't go on TikTok. What am I going to do? My life is over. When God's like, if you can't even put your phone down for seven days, how can you be so sure that you're hearing from me? Remember, not everything on social media is for you. Not every word that these so-called prophets releasing on social media not every word is for you not every situation relates to you not everything is 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 meant for your circumstances if you really want to know what is for you go into your secret place and hear what god wants to tell you if you really want to know what is what is going to happen in season two of your life go into god's presence go into god's space actually go into the throne room and let literally sit on the floor and say lord i'm listening talk to me that is the only way you will actually know if this is for you because the moment i hear on social media i don't know who this is for but god told me to tell you hold it how sure are you that that word is for you Now you're taking on everything and now fear creeps up. Now um, doubt creeps up. Now... Um, you go into a space of where you're overthinking and the enemy starts putting demonic thought patterns in your mind and you're constantly overthinking like, is this where I'm supposed to be? Is this what I'm supposed to do? Am I with the right person? When God has already confirmed it to you multiple times, but because you don't spend enough time in the secret place, you wouldn't know when to cancel out voices that is not from God. I'm not saying that these people weren't supposed to release these words. All I'm saying is that it may not apply to you. But because you think that it sounds right. So it probably has to apply to me. Test every spirit. Our Uncle Paul said or Uncle Mark or whomever in the Bible. All of them actually test every spirit. If you don't test the spirit if you don't test the spirit operating behind the person, you would take everything for face value. Life is highly spiritual. You can't just take everything for face value and think that, oh yeah, I can just allow this to happen. Oh yeah, I know my bank account has been empty for five months. It's probably just the fact that I don't have money. Someone is sucking you dry of your finances and you're not even picking it up in the spirit. Oh yeah, my leg is just cramping. Oh yeah, this is just something. There's, an alt, alt, there's, an, uh, uh, there's a spirit operating inside of you that is not of God. Test every spirit. Oh yeah, I know my friend. She's, she's just not speaking to me. Test the spirit. Test the spirit because God could be calling you into isolation. But you also need to remember that not everything is for you. Okay? Not everything is for you. So I'm going to speak on a few signs in order for you to identify that God is isolating you. A few things that you may be experiencing and I'm actually going to speak from the post that I posted a few weeks ago in last month actually where I actually gave signs that God is isolating you. I'm not going to speak on all of these signs. Excuse me. I'm only going to speak on a few of the signs that I am resonating with. A few of the signs that um, that God has shown me that I have dealt with. I've dealt with all of these signs, mind you, but in the season that I am now. The first one would be you constantly feel left out. And what I wrote is feeling left out of decisions or events could feel a little hurtful in the beginning. But it needs to happen for God to get your attention. Although the people making you feel that way may not be doing it intentionally. They are all working according to God's beautiful plan to get you alone in his presence without any outside influence. That is so important and that is so true. God would purposefully allow things to work for your good and for your benefit. Remember that the Bible says all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and those who are called according to his purpose. You cannot want the one you cannot want the blessings of God and you cannot want the great things. And you don't go through the the pressing, the 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 pruning, the 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 preparation, the fire. You cannot go through. You cannot experience the glory if you don't go through all of those experiences. Because how do you know that you are ready for the blessing? God could be pre- God could be preparing you for something so powerful. But he needs to get you alone in order to tell you this is the next step that you need to take. And this is where you need to go to. This is what you need to do in order for you to get the best results. Feeling left out from what everyone else is doing is such a great thing. Because I know that most of us have FOMO, the fear of missing out. But... Having joy when you miss out on things and having a sense of peace, knowing that you aren't being included in in certain things, it shouldn't make you feel bad. It shouldn't make you feel sad. It shouldn't make you feel upset. You should just allow it to happen because think of it in this way. When you are feeling left out from the outside, from people, you are actually being pushed into God's presence. But remember, God is a gentle God. You could decide to opt. You could opt for going into God's presence and saying, okay, Lord, this one is not speaking to me anymore. That one isn't speaking to me as much. I think this is a sign where I actually need to come to you now. Or you could just be like, oh, my word, like this one isn't speaking to me. Like, what did I do? Did I say something wrong? Did I say something to offend this person? Did I say something that riled this person up? Now this person doesn't want to speak to me anymore. You choose the outcome. You choose your response to it. You could either choose offense. Or you could just say, you know what, God? I know this is part of your plan. I'm coming into your presence. What do you want to tell me? I know that you want to say something to me. I know that that there's something that you want me to know. I am all ears. That is how you should act when it comes to feeling left out. The second one I want to speak about is you're out of touch with the world's culture. I said, as per my previous slide, okay, besides that, moving away from the world's culture and your old lifestyle is a major part of the pruning and isolation process. You cannot go into your new season with old and you cannot go into the new season with an old lifestyle. That was a typo. God physically moving you away from it is the only way you're able to see how poisonous the world's culture has been to your spirit and to your soul. Being out of touch with the culture around you is, is not ignoring reality, but more so not being conformed to this world anymore. Being out of touch with the world's culture is so refreshing. I have been out of touch with the world's culture for years. I obviously like there are a few things where that I see where I'm like oh we do this now or where I'm like oh that is being done It's not that I'm living under a rock it's just that I'm choosing not to put my focus on things that does not concern me because the world is teaching so many demonic and perverse things that you think it's right the world is teaching that abortion is okay the world is teaching that homosexuality and same-sex marriages is okay the world is teaching that alcoholism going out to party is okay the world is teaching that using drugs and getting high every weekend is okay when us as children of God need to know that those things are, are not okay. That is the hectic things. Let's switch it over to a bit more of the mild things. The world is teaching that you can dress the way you want. And it doesn't affect um, your relationship with God. The world is teaching that listening to false prophets and defending false prophets is okay. That is also a heavy one, but I would say that the world doesn't really care for, for profits in that way. So that is more of like a Christian worldly thing. The other thing that could be is that being so caught up with, with, with things going on around you, worry, fear, um, being so distracted with the things that, that you see around you, that is you still conforming to the patterns of this world and being out of touch with that actually makes your life so much more peaceful and it gives you the clarity to your God better being out of touch can actually allow you to your God and say Lord I'm all ears I cannot i couldn't hear you before because i was so caught up with everything going on around me the war and people telling me that i need to fend for this thing black lives matter Yeah, um people being racist there that is the world's culture what as a child of god what do i need to focus on you need to focus on preaching the gospel You need to focus on evangelizing, making sure that you are telling the sinners of this world, if you don't repent, you're going to be thrown into the lake of fire as with the devil. You need to come to salvation. You need to lay down your life and pick up your cross. That is the job of a child of God, is to purposefully go out and say, purposefully go out and Make disciples of all nations. You need to go and fish. Fishing for Jesus. Fishing for Jesus everywhere. With your Bible in your hand. You guys know the song. That is our... Like, do we know what we were singing back in the day? I just want to know, like, are we aware of what we were uttering? Are we aware of what we were prophesying? Because that was us prophesying. Fishing for Jesus. And many of the people that were singing fishing for Jesus turned their backs on Jesus. And they started fishing for the enemy. They started going into um, murky waters and started fishing for the enemy. So choose a side. Essentially, that's what I want to say. The next point that you know um, God is isolating you is... You realize that people around you is moving at a different pace than you. This is, some, this is a topic that I wanted to speak about specifically. What I said here is besides feeling left out, you also come to realize that your peers or the people in your life is moving at a different pace. It usually feels as though you're being delayed now more than ever. Remember, what you're being prepared for is uncommon, so your preparation may take a little longer. Our God is the God of supernatural speed, yes, but He is also the God of strategy. I think I didn't type that. I always but to type that because I remember typing this, but I remember thinking to myself, God, this cannot, this could not have come from my mind. This could not have come from my mind because how beautiful is it that God can give you supernatural speed in order to bypass anybody like look at Elijah right when he was being chased he literally ran so fast that even the people that were on chariots with horses came way after he did that is supernatural speed in our case when the people around you is receiving the blessings that you are praying for that really tests your character as a Christian that really tests your character as a child of God. Because you, in your mind, you could probably be thinking, "Yeah, I'm being isolated. Yeah, I'm being taken into the wilderness. And yeah, A, B, C, D, they are receiving the equipment that I want. They are receiving the blessing that i've been praying for they are receiving the husband they are receiving the fiance's they are receiving the, the the job opportunities that i've been laying at god's feet for do you know what envy does to a person's heart envy hardens your heart and envy turns your heart of flesh into a heart of stone And you know what a process it is for God to turn your heart of stone into a heart of flesh again. For you to get rid of that spirit of envy. For you to get rid of that spirit of jealousy. And what does envy create? Envy creates gossip. Then you go to your friend or you go to whomever and you start speaking about this person. And that is where you start building up resentment. And that is how you delay your, your 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 progress even more. When you see people moving at a faster pace, you don't know the isolation that they had to go through. You don't know the wilderness that they had to walk through. You don't know the supernatural experiences that they had to go through in order to be where they are now. When you are in an isolation, when you are in an isolating period, when you are in a season where... You are in the wilderness. Glorify God. Because in that means you are one step closer to a, a powerful and amazing breakthrough. God just wants your attention for that moment. For you to actually come into his presence with stillness. And say Lord I'm listening. I'm listening. Lord here I am send me. Lord, I'm in your presence now. What do you want to tell me? Lord, fine tune my ear so that I could only hear your voice now. God could be using that isolating period for you to receive supernatural strategies for your business to go from receiving 5,000 Rand a month to actually signing contracts that would get you 50,000 Rand a month, that would get you 500,000 Rand a month. You could genuinely be going from experiencing and receiving the least amount of money that your business has ever received to receiving more than what you could think, ask, or imagine. stop being so envious of people moving faster than you, stop being so 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 jealous stop stop gossiping, stop speaking about other people, stop putting your mouth on other people. The Bible says, do not touch my anointed. The moment you put your mouth on someone else and that person is anointed by God. That person is mocked by God. Look at the story of Cain and Abel, right? When Cain murdered his brother, right? God sent him into the wilderness, But God also said, I'm going to put a marking on you so that you would not be touched. So that you would not be touched. And whomever tries to touch you and whoever tries to kill you, that person's generations, generation, generation, generation will be dealt with. So it's the same way. Look at what God did for him. Now imagine what God does for us. You could be speaking about someone else. And that person could be so highly and heavily anointed by God. You don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be a prophet. You don't have to be how wh- whatever title in the church to be an anointed person of God. L- let me just leave that with you. You don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be a teacher of the word to be anointed by God. Anointing is not your ministry per se your anointing is not necessarily your ministry and if you put your mouth on the anointed of god you will see everything in your life just zigzag out of control so stop speaking about people just because they are moving at a different pace than you Stop speaking about other people when they've received the blessings that you've been praying for. Stop speaking about other people just because you are not in a place where your blessings are coming into fruition. Stop that. You are only delaying your own life and you are only delaying, excuse me, what God wants to do in your life. Stop doing that. If you want to speak about someone, Go to God and, th- and, and tell God, Lord, I see what you've done for so and so. I believe, Lord, that if you can do it for them, you can do it for me. The Ten Commandments even say, do not desire what your neighbor has. But you could also tell God, Lord, not but. You could go into prayer and you could say, Lord, I'm so blessed to see so-and-so being blessed by something that they've been praying for thank you lord for blessing them thank you lord for giving them the desires of their heart thank you lord for showing that you are a god who provides and you will never let your servants stand ashamed because your word says it that you will never let your servants stand ashamed you always answer when they call. And I believe, Lord, that if you can do it for them, you can do it for me. Start thanking God that other people are getting blessed. You will see your whole perspective change. If you start thanking God for other people. you seeing your friend get blessed with a new car. Start saying, Lord, I thank you that you've blessed this one with a car. Thank you, Lord, that you've blessed this one with a new house thank you lord that you've blessed this one with a husband she's been praying she's been tarrying she's been seeking your face for a husband and you've blessed her I'm standing lord and I trust you for my blessing I'm standing and I'm trusting you for my husband but allow me Jesus to celebrate this one allow me to thank you for this one it's not necessary for you to be envious. The moment you switch your perspective and you realize that everyone's journey is different and the pace for everyone is different. You will realize that everything does not go according to your plan. It goes according to God's plan. There's a, I, I, I read a, a, the good news translation of the scripture. It says, we can plan, but God throws the dice. Meaning, we can say, oh yeah, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, I want to do that. But God will determine what will happen. You can't determine because you're not that powerful. Sorry, babe. The the next point I want to bring up is, you're feeling a lot, no, no, no you are placed in the position to sacrifice this is a heavy one what is God asking you to sacrifice for you to get closer to him what are you holding on to that is causing you to drift away from God or rather let me ask you this what is currently your no-go zone to God is it pride I spoke about this earlier is it anger is it fear is it a friendship Is it a relationship? Is it religion, even? Is it money? Is it spending habits? It could be anything. If it's an idol, it needs to be surrendered. If the Holy Spirit cannot enter into that area, you've already chosen it over God. Make a decision today and choose Him. What did God ask you to sacrifice? what did god ask you to let go of what did god ask you to to say you know what i give this back to you god what examples in the bible abraham god asked abraham to sacrifice his only son that he has trusted god for if if abraham didn't sacrifice isaac what would have happened I always think if these people in the Bible did not act out of obedience. We already saw what happened in the beginning of the Bible. When when, when two specific people didn't act out of obedience. What would have happened. If God. If Jesus was not obedient to. Sacri- to, to the sacrificial love that he has shown on the cross. What would have happened to us. Where would we have been? Every day I think, Lord, you did not have to do that. But I'm grateful that you did. Because if you did not sacrifice yourself on the cross for me. For me. Then where would I have been? And another another, another person that I would like to speak about is Hannah. If Hannah didn't say, Lord... If you just bless me with a son, I will sacrifice him and I will give him back to you. What would have happened? Where would where would where would Samuel's lineage have been if Hannah didn't sacrifice that back to God? How many times did God not ask us, give up pride? If you give up pride, then this door will open for you. How many times did God not ask us? If you give up this friendship that is clearly dragging you away from my presence and you don't give it up, how are you? How much more are you delaying your freedom? If God is clearly telling you, give up this relationship, clearly this man doesn't love me. Clearly this woman doesn't love me. Clearly you can see that when you are with this person, you are a completely different person. You are no longer the Christian that you claim to be. You don't pray anymore. You don't seek my face anymore. You don't go into my presence anymore. You're no longer obedient. You've blocked out my voice when you're with this person. God is asking you to sacrifice something. And if you're not willing to sacrifice it, you're going to pay. And if you're not willing to sacrifice something that is clearly not good for you, you're going to stand in a position where you're going to experience God's wrath. And God's wrath is God's absence. And the moment you experience God's absence. You're going to wonder why is my life going a haywire. And David once again. David said in Psalms. Lord if you do anything whatever you do. Do not take your presence away from me. Do not take your spirit away from me. And when you are in the secret place, when you are in god 's presence and you are and you are in and you find yourself just over overpowered by 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 god's goodness and you're just overpowered by the presence of God, you realize that that is the only place where you want to be and when you are in god's presence, you realize that the moment this is away from you and the moment you don't experience what you experience in god's presence anymore then You are done for. Then you are literally living your life day to day. With no proper purpose. With no proper experience of who God is. Because you don't know God intimately. Another sign that you can tell that you are being isolated. Is that spiritual warfare is at an all time high. I said. As blood bought believers. We are bound to step into some warfare no matter the season. The enemy always wants to steal what God has blessed you with. It is up to you to recognize your opponent and know you've you've got the authority to trample on scorpions and serpents. Never cower away from a fight. Your fight is not against flesh and blood. It's against evil entities in heavenly places. Focus your attention on fighting to win because through Jesus Christ you're already victorious. Remember whose you are and he will harden your head like that of a diamond. When you are in the secret place, God will harden your head like that of a diamond. The enemy's attacks wouldn't phase you anymore because you will later realize that the enemy is a bully. What the enemy wants to do is, I listened to this this, this one message of Prophet S. Stephanie, where she said that, in your dreams when you dream of eating or when you dream of anything of a sexual nature and you've already been delivered from that the enemy just wants to renew covenants with you so that you aren't able to move forward and that is exactly what happens when you go into spiritual warfare the life of a christian it's it's regular that you're going to experience spiritual warfare. But remember sometimes not everything is spiritual warfare. Sometimes it's just your your disobedience. Sometimes you just need to be obedient to God. And like my previous point. Sometimes you just need to sacrifice that one thing. In order for you to receive freedom. Many of us. We take on unnecessary spiritual warfare. Because we think that our life is a constant war zone. No. It's not a constant war zone. The moment you come into God's presence. You have freedom and liberty. Because the Bible says that where the spirit of the Lord is. There is freedom. And there is liberty. The moment you come into God's presence. And God takes that battle off your shoulders. You experience that yoke of God which is light. Because the Bible says that all of you who are heavy laden. And burdened. Come to me and I will give you rest. Where come to me? And where is come to me? It's in God's presence. It's in His secret place. It's in isolation. It's in the wilderness, whatever you want to call it. And God will give you rest. And if you don't take up that offer, you're constantly going to be fighting battles that is not yours. You're constantly going to be in a war zone where. God clearly wanted to take you out. You're constantly going to stand in on a, on a war ground or you're constantly going to be standing on, on landmines that you have no business being on. Sometimes you're even going to fight battles that doesn't even belong to you. Sometimes you just need to surrender and say, Lord, I come into your presence right now and I surrender. This war that is going on in my mind. This war that is going on in my heart. What do I need to do in order to receive that freedom? What do I need to do in order to receive that light burden that you speak of in your word? The moment you start quoting scripture and the moment you start speaking God's word back to him, he listens because God responds to his word. You say, Lord, it is written that it says here in your word. Come to me, all you who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come to me. Your word says, God, that I need to give my burdens to you. And you will give me your yoke. Because your yoke is light. Lord, what does that mean? Then God will show you what it means. God will orchestrate things to happen in order for you to experience that freedom you need to ex- you need to you need to find in Jesus Christ i am so blessed that i get to do this and i'm so blessed that god uses me as a as a mouthpiece and that god uses me as 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 god uses me to speak his word and i don't take this lightly because everything that i'm speaking about i have to remember if I don't practice what I preach, the enemy can come and the enemy can 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 remind me, oh, do you remember? You said this, that and the next, but why are you not doing what you are speaking? I need to go into God's presence now and I need to go and tell God, Lord, I am here in your secret place. No distractions, just you and I. It's very important for you the moment you give someone advice that you go back into your own life and you say how can I apply what I just said into my own life Now I know that speaking to you guys and in, and and telling you guys what the Holy Spirit has spoken through me I need to go back into God's presence and I need to go and just just lay down my life I just need to lay down my life and pick up my cross lay down my crown like the seven elders i need to lay down my crown and i need to just worship god i just need to worship god and to me that is the most exciting thing about the, about our relationship with god is the fact that we can just come to the father at any given time and we can just go and say lord i'm a little heavy and you can just back out but you can't just back out and not want God to pour into you. God needs to speak as well. So, brothers and sisters and friends in Christ, I need to, I need to leave that with you, and I need to, and I really hope that it was a blessing to to you. I really hope that God was able to speak through me, and God was able to speak to you regarding isolation, regarding the the wilderness regarding um being in the secret place. I would like to touch on this topic a lot more because there is so much that, that, that God wants me to say but I need to be obedient to God telling me when to stop as well. May you experience favor, may you experience grace, may you experience power like never before. And I know that I said in this um in this podcast I'm going to announce A few things but I'm just going to make a bonus episode Um, I'm just going to record a bonus episode just giving you some information about the release date of season two this is the last episode of season one glory to God I'm so blessed that God has brought me to this point I'm going to speak on the release date of season season two um, where else we will be branching out to and new developments coming to your christian friend and so much more that god is going to do and so much more that god is going to bless us with so i'm expe- i'm extremely blessed and i'm extremely amazed that god still chose me to do this guys i don't take this lightly i don't take your support lightly and even if this just reaches 10 people i know that the, that 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 10 people were supposed to hear what I'm, suppo- what I'm saying. So have a blessed day. Have a blessed evening. And I really pray that God just lifts you up and that you experience the goodness of God, that you go into the secret place, that you get to know God for who God is and that God just makes his face to shine upon you. You are so loved. You are so cared for. You are so adored by our father and i'm so blessed that i get to tell you that so have a beautiful week ahead have a beautiful day and i cannot wait to speak to you guys soon goodbye guys